All right. Good morning. It is Wednesday, and I'm on my way to work. Uh, figuring out which way I'm gonna take to work today. Going under the driveway. Um, <clears throat> gonna be a busy day today. One of those days where every minute of my day feels like it is booked. Got a few gaps. Um, in there, but um, yeah, it's going to be a busy day. So, not to hit the neighbor's garbage cans. And uh, yeah, it's all good. They're all uh, a lot of the things that I have that I'm working on today um, are related to growing the business, working on the business so um, it's not that much of a problem for me personally um, but I'm not quite sure how days like this are kind of perceived with uh, with others and I gotta make decisions on a couple cases if I want to go to one meeting or another and that's always fun because everyone's meeting is most important um, have a couple of meetings related to some software that we've been looking at uh, as a company and uh, seeing if that uh, will help us out and uh, all right everyone's walking their dog this morning they always are in the middle of the street when I'm driving by but got another meeting related to Realigning our warehouse and trying to make the flow of Tuggers to the warehouse a little bit better by relaying out the orientation of the the rows uh, through the warehouse. So um, we, that's an interesting project, uh, mainly because the way we want to lay things out is going to be different. Uh, you know, depending on the warehouse that it's in. So, um, one side of the warehouse is going to have kind of, say, vertical rows, um, and then the other side will have horizontal roll rows. And thinking behind that is uh, um, just kind of paths and space, and so it'll be interesting to start to map where things go um, today. So we'll see how that goes might be a little bit too big of a team to uh, start doing that, but we are going to be meeting in that area and not in a conference room. So anytime a meeting could be in the area that the work is going to be done and not a conference room, I'm always happy. I just, uh, I like meetings like that. Meetings we're actually present in the area um, and can start making decisions about the area uh, a little bit better. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a busy day. I got 5S uh, assistance in there is a, another thing that I'm doing. Um, <laughs> man, it's just people are crossing the street without regard for their own safety this morning. Sorry, it's tough for me to stay focused on the uh, on what I'm saying when people are just bolting on out into the street, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> haven't hit anybody yet. But, you know, 
one thing that um, I'm excited about today is at the Tier 2 meeting, we're going to start talking about the different observations from the, uh, from the waste blocks and uh, start to see how you know, we could drive action with uh, you know, production operators or manufacturing engineers or operations leaders on how we could start to uh, eliminate those wastes that we see that may not be clear, may not be understood that they're waste by those operators. So that's going to be really cool, and, and uh, it's cool that we have support from you know our 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 boss to do that. Um, I think that's important, you know, and just to have that alignment, I think is is going to be good. So um, don't want to over formalize the process and make it all complicated or anything like that. I just want to give feedback to people who have waste in their area and write down any actions that, that are being taken about it. Um, not make a database, not, you know, make it a, such a complex process that we put more work into the boundaries of the process and how the process functions than the actual fixing of the, the, the waste we identify. Um, so that's kind of some direction that I need to provide to some of the other folks who've been involved. They were talking yesterday about a system where you do this and that and, um, you know, maybe they're a little bit better at that and making it sustain, but I'm not quite, quite sure I've seen that quite yet. Um, so I just don't want to do something and then have it end up going out of style because someone wasn't... Uh, process that wasn't sustainable because we over-engineered the process of, you know, tracking something. So, um, what I'm looking for is the team captain to say, hey, yeah, that's not right, uh, but I need help. Uh, thanks for opening my eyes. I'm going to ask manufacturing engineering or continuous improvement manager some other role to jump in and help me with this particular area of waste that's been identified. Uh, that's kind of the, the, I want the initiative to be taken by the team captain uh, to challenge why they've been given a process that has waste in it, or challenge the team captain to say, yeah, you know what, I didn't really, it wasn't really clear to me that I had a, a wasteful process. Yeah, I need to do something about that. Um, so no matter which way you, you, you put it, um, I want it to be you know, on the team captain to say, yep, uh, I see that, or could you show, <laughs> show me and determine if they need help or not in resolving it. Once we get to that point, we can start getting a little bit more formal with the action item tracking. Um, but I want to get a rhythm down, get momentum, and not just have it be, hey, do the process, do this thing my way, but let's just start the observing and, and taking things on. Um, I think make it simple. I've tried to 
this before, and where I failed was making it a process that was um, that everything turned into an action, and everything was a waste to eliminate, and we got very little traction because now you add, you know, ten action items per person per day. <laughs> um, yeah, you're not getting anything done. So I think the real key here is driving the right priorities on the right things, and if we do that, we should be pretty set with, uh, you know, eliminating waste in a systematic approach, and the team captains can challenge their teams for some of the lower-hanging fruit that, uh, you know, their team should be able to solve, so it um, should be pretty good, um, you know, it should work out pretty well. Uh, we'll see what happens. And, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that though, because I think you know, just the the standing out and seeing um, instead of being on the production floor with a purpose that preoccupies your mind, you definitely see a little bit more. Um, and so, a great example was on Monday. I happened to be headed to another side of the building and uh, was, was thought I was being stopped by someone uh, to ask a question. Was not. Ended up sitting there and just observing with them. And uh, we saw a couple things that, one, that I, I kind of had seen before but didn't really realize how much of a uh, ergonomic issue it was. Uh, and then uh, another where you know, it was a little bit of a traffic jam in a spot and I was like, huh, wow uh, I've seen this before but I've never seen it from this angle and realized that you know, I've never seen the body language or the, the you know, parts of facial expressions that I could see uh, were this frustrated you know? uh, so like I said, you just tend to see things if you're you know, not trying to look for something else. So, yeah, anyway, uh, it was a very, uh, it's going to be a very good process, and like I said, I'm, I'm pretty excited to get it going and, and see how the team responds if we're in a mature enough state to where our team captains can Bond with maturity and drive the right people to drive the right actions. Um, but I really want it to be their their call uh, if something needs to be pursued or not. So with that, <coughs> there'll be an element of coaching that needs to be in place, you know, with uh, with the operations managers to say, hey, no, that's really something that we need to go after. spot, so there needs to be some uh, understanding at that level too, and not just try to take care of everything, because, I don't know, I'm, I'm just a little little afraid that we are going to try to take every opportunity and uh, 
it's not going to work out very well. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, it'll be good coaching all around. So, speaking of coaching, how could I forget? Um, today is the one-hour coaching session um, with uh, Alex. I don't remember. It starts with an F. Um, but he has that... Uh, UK accent, which makes uh, things seem more uh, more convincing. Um, it just uh, comes across like and the, the wording that he uses, the, the well, inside joke, the, the verbiage uh, he use, uses uh, makes uh, makes things sound a little bit more intelligent and. Uh, <laughs> um, makes it easier for it to, to kind of stick. Um, I think, I think about like when I was in college, uh, I had a lot of diversity amongst my professors and some of them had really thick accents and sometimes I'm working on something and it's, it's related to a concept from their lecture and it just kind of pops up back into my head in their voice, uh, what that lecture was about, you know, or how to solve a certain type of problem or a certain kind of concept. So I think there might be some sort of uh, something there psychologically when you hear something with a certain accent that you don't normally hear, um, maybe that drives retention a little bit better um, because, you know, you have to remember it in a little bit different of a way. Not sure, but that would be an interesting area of study um, to just kind of be like, yeah, it definitely has a difference. <laughs> um, but, yeah, who, who knows? Uh, it's just an idea. So, yeah, that's that uh, coaching training's on the, uh, on the agenda for today as well, and that should be uh, pretty good. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I was walking my dog this morning, and I thought all kinds of different things I, I could talk about. Then, uh, as soon as I start the car up, it's just kind of like, wow, the brain doesn't have any uh, uh, any functional capability beyond getting the car out of the driveway. So, um, and all was lost. That was kind of planned. But I had this whole day's worth of conversation planned out. Um, it's uh, I don't think I've touched any of it, but that's okay. Um, I've been trying to eliminate caffeine, um, and uh, it's making mornings a little bit more difficult than what they used to be. So uh, it, it's uh, it's a little rough to be fully awake and making a great podcast, but um, it's to lead a healthier life. So. The benefit will be future podcasts that are more beneficial. Uh, so, hopefully, all two of you listeners—I um, think I know who you might be—but um, hopefully, all two of you have a wonderful Wednesday, or are having a wonderful Wednesday, depending on the time zone that you're in. And uh, yeah, we're gonna try to make it a good day today. Um, production is a little light um, <clears throat> and so 
that's going to be uh, kind of the story of the month, you know, is, all right, what could we do to keep people going? But, uh, you know, we're still doing exceptionally well, and um, we'll, just, we'll just keep it going. Anyway, have a wonderful day. Adios. All right, good morning. It is Thursday in the morning on the way to the office. Uh, looks like it should be a pretty easy drive in, but never know when crossing the quarry. So we'll see how it goes. But I was just having an interesting thought this morning. Uh, one, I realized that I did not published my podcast from yesterday so by the time you see this one pop up it'll be just right after yesterday morning's podcast popped up so um, we shall see uh, how a double feature here works so that should be pretty fun the uh this morning while walking my dog as i do every morning unless it's way too cold or raining pretty good i was thinking about changing a couple of things uh, in the business uh, one is like the, the way things are forecast or the way things that are how we determine what it is we want to do and when we're going to do it um, but from a forward-looking standpoint what what is our forecast what what will we be running next month the month after and given such a short lead time kind of understanding that the business cycle for our product is about three months, something I just kind of learned. <coughs> uh, it kind of makes me wonder if we could get some better visibility uh, on what it is that we're going to be building and then have a better way to level load that as we go so we don't go from full capacity to much reduced capacity to somewhere in the middle to I mean just just all over the place um, uh, and uh, you know just have some level of consistency in you know what we output and not borrow units from a subsequent month to fill the current month so just have you know a, a kind of more set way to go and I understand that you know the business needs you know in some months we need to have a higher output to help cover other expenses and a lower output to you know um, you know when demand goes down but I've noticed in two and a half years there's some uh, you know cycle and Although it's not 100% predictable, um, there is a, a cycle to the business, uh, you know, seasonality, and I think that there may be a way to, to level load that. Not, um, so I'm not 100%, you know, <coughs> oh, sorry, um, <clears throat> not 100% with all the data to be able to, to do something like that, but I do know. You know, we focus on a 
quantity of units to produce. Like, it's all about the number, you know? Like, the number could be its own, uh, you know, character in the movie. Um, the number, um, it's all about making the number, making the number, hitting the number. What's the number? Uh, the number changed. The number went down. The number went up. And <clears throat> I've probably talked through this before, but I feel like that takes away from, you know, uh, the, the, real, the real driver of the business from the production floor. When it's all about the number, all about the number, it kind of depersonalizes the work that's being done by the folks on the line and kind of says, hey, your only job is to hit the number. I would like to change that to here are the orders that we need to satisfy this month for our customers to be satisfied. And knowing that our order sizes vary and everything like that, just treat it like that. Maybe just for like to, to demo it, just to see how it plays out. But say, hey, like this month we are trying to satisfy 200 customer orders now that's anywhere from one unit to 100 units <laughs> uh, per order but today the goal is satisfying this customer this customer this customer and so on tomorrow it's satisfying this customer and that customer the other customer and just putting it in that mindset that hey our goal today is to produce what's needed to be produced to satisfy this customer and even take out the, the um, you know the, the count of how many units it is that we need to produce but turn that into you know the number of customer orders or what customer orders we need to satisfy for the day heck even put like a picture of the customer on our uh, uh, scan count screen take away the cumulative scan counts and just say, you know, today, you know, it's seven orders, um, you know, and, and to complete on time, we need to be running at a certain pace, um, but, you know, here's the first order coming through, it's so-and-so, um, you know, and we're, you know, two of ten on, on that order. Uh, the next order coming up is this customer, we're, you know, two of ten or five of six or you know whatever it is for that particular customer I feel like that mindset shift would generate like a more customer centric a more customer focused way of looking at things and then it kind of plays into the um, you know trying to satisfy other customers kind of helps play into that a little bit and and I don't know I think it just makes the factory a little more customer centric um, and so that's kind of what, what I'm thinking there is if we do that we will have a more customer centric customer focused view of completing orders and doing work um, instead of just hey here's a arbitrary number to hit that was made based off of, you know, 
financial inputs of how the business needs to perform. Uh, you know, it's tough to, uh, at least in my opinion, it's tough to have production folks uh, relate to that. Makes it a little tough to say, hey, um, you know, here's why that number is what it is. Uh, you know, but I think it's easy to say, hey, we're adding more customer orders, or there's a decrease in customer orders, or you know, uh, here's how many orders we have, and the average order size is this. Um, I just feel like that might be a good way for us to to have our folks think through, uh, you know, production, so, um, I'm going to try to socialize that a little bit, see if, uh, I have had some feedback from some operators that, you know, let's take away the, the scan counts, and if we just put what the velocity needs to be, then it's real helpful, we can see if we're running at the pace that we need to run at, maybe keep that stuff kind of behind the scenes, but, um, I think it would be cool to, every time we complete a unit, what you get is the, uh, like a picture of the customer logo uh, that says, yep, we just completed a unit for this customer. Uh, you know, we just completed a unit for that customer. Uh, I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, every time a unit is, is scanned, it just flashes up their, their picture name, um, and I think that'd be pretty cool, uh, I think that might help, uh, help stay customer-centric, so, uh, that's, that's what I was thinking about, thinking about the, uh, the thinking behind that, I feel very influenced by Dr. Deming on that one, uh, who says, you know, don't work to quotas, don't, don't work to that, uh, I know he meant that, uh, meant that in the sense of have people focus on performing the process and satisfying the customer. Not, hey, you need to do 100 pieces per minute, um, you know, because the process may not allow someone to do something like that. The process may be broken, and we're asking someone to perform at a certain level in a broken process. Instead, what we would want is someone to perform process and perform the process every day, uh, perform the process correctly, and whatever the outcome from that process would be uh, results in, you know, results in, uh, you know, uh, satisfying the customer and, and having a successful day. So that's kind of how I see um, kind of a shift in mindset like the the number is kind of just a antiquated view on how we run um, you know it's good to know what quantity we need to run and I'm not saying we completely get rid of that but um, I want to think in orders and, and customers to be satisfied and not quantities to deliver <laughs> um, not quantities to produce not you know and then with that as we become a little different in our thinking, um, kind of go to back to the, the, you know, the sales and, and customer service and, you know, try to have, uh, you know, 
more time slot based scheduling. You know, like, hey, your unit is slotted for, you know, Tuesday of next week at 10 p.m. Um, and uh, I know that's kind of tough because we've operated on very short lead times. And so uh, you know, we can build them sometimes quicker than they can come in. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, that's another thing to consider and, and another thing to try to model and come up with a, an idea for, but um, I kind of feel like doing some research on how other companies such as you know, ours uh, operate um, could, be, could be good to, uh, to see because, you know, uh, the way Toyota scheduling was, they knew what they needed to build, when they needed to build it. Know, they could tell you next month Tuesday at 10 o'clock when they're building, you know, so um, I can't tell you what I'm building next week Tuesday, let alone at 10 a.m. And that, you know, that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, that's just the way the business is. But having a model that supports that, um, you know, what, what to do when customer, customers demand is higher than the level load amount, you know, um, what to do when customer, customer demand is lower than that kind of level loaded amount, and how to get that, you know, level loading uh, in the process to where no matter what's going on, um, you know, we can have some consistency. If that means leaving a little bit on the table or being a little more conservative, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um, but I'm sure I could have conversations with um, some neutral-minded folks who uh, you know, might be able to <clears throat> provide their take and opinion on something like this. Um, so that was the the thought this morning. You know how how to how that would look and. Uh, I think there's little bits and pieces that are more uh, feasible to be implemented, you know, in the, the short term, um, <clears throat> and uh, others that are going to take a huge shift in mindset <clears throat> in the business. So we'll see uh, what might prevail, <laughs> uh, if anything, with that line of uh, thought. So. Um, that that's kind of where my mind is this morning um, you know and I think about the, the the operator right the front line operator what are how does that change their thinking does it change it at all you know um, I think uh, you know I don't know uh, I know the biggest thing with that the, the feedback we've gotten from a, a subset of, of operators is communication and just feeling like they're not 100% sure what's going on um, because the flow down of what can be communicated what's not communicated sometimes isn't uh, crystal clear um, you know so would that change the communication I don't think so I don't think that solves that problem um, you know, but we owe it to the team to provide them Consistent working hours, uh, consistent, you know, uh, 
ability to produce units um, and you know uh, a predictable schedule um, you know for their for their life uh, you know it's, I'll tell you we're much better now than, than what we used to be but um, I still don't think we've figured out um, how to deal with the fluctuations in demand um, I don't think we're fully optimized you know I would love to be able to run you know multiple different people down multiple different value streams um, you know and, and have you know true changeover type plans so that we could go from you know hey we'll work three quarters of the day on this value stream and then we'll shift over everybody over to that one for the last part of the day, um, yeah, so we'll see how things like that go. Someone has a very nice new fancy car in my favorite parking spot, so um, I'll pick a different spot today. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's the thinking from this morning, um, and uh, that's all I got. Thank you for listening, and uh, this will be the end of the second half of the, today's double feature. So have a wonderful day.